welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. In his January 17th letter to Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen, the acting director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, Mick Mulvaney, requested zero dollars in operating funds for the second quarter. Earlier this month, he announced that a controversial rule governing payday lenders would be rewritten. And yesterday, in an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, Mulvaney pledged to tone down the agency's aggressive regulatory and enforcement stance and said that all the Bureau's activities will be put under review. Joining me is former Democratic Congressman Barney Frank of Massachusetts. He was the co-sponsor of the 2010 Dodd-Frank Act, which created the CFPB. Thanks for joining us, Congressman. You're welcome. What's your reaction to Mulvaney's description of the, quote, new mission for the CFPB in the op-ed? A complete lack of surprise that a man who voted against creation of the agency has been very much opposed to any consumer protection activities on the part of the federal government, uh, now that he has a chance, thanks to President Trump, um, is planning to stop the agency from functioning. His uh, request for zero funds explains why we tried to protect this agency from having its funds shut off uh, for political reasons. By the way, in doing that, we don't treat that agency any differently than the Federal Reserve itself, the control of the currency of the FDIC. It has long been the practice that any of the bank regulatory agencies, because of the potential problem of, of specific politically motivated interventions, don't get subject to the appropriation process. Um, but I found really striking uh, two points about Mulvaney. One, he complains that this agency is not, in his judgment, balanced. It's not equally concerned with the financial institutions and the consumers. Well, the fact is that there are several institutions who are there to protect the financial institutions. The FDIC, the control of the currency, and the Federal Reserve all have the safety and soundness and the protection of the institutions as their mission. We looked at the regulatory framework in 2009 and 10. We said, you know, we have three agencies basically now important part of the role, but none has a primary role of protecting consumers. So apparently Mr. Mulvaney thinks three to one in favor of the institutions it's terribly unfair to them. He prefers it to be three to zero. The other is, he says, oh, you should not have any enforcement unless there was a clear rule that was violated. Here's the great hypocrisy of many of those who are against regulation but don't want to come right out and say it. They say, don't, don't be too specific in your rule writing. And joining me is my co-host, Peter Barnes. Uh, Peter, this op-ed was really sort of adding to the many things that Mulvaney has done over the last month to to take the enforcement powers of the CFPB down a notch. Yeah, absolutely right, June. And, of course, this is what uh, the president wanted uh, from Mick Mulvaney, and uh, Mick Mulvaney went in there uh, with this mission um, carrying the uh, president's um, wishes uh, to that agency, which, is, as you know, has been heavily criticized over the years uh, by uh, Republicans and critics as too heavy-handed in its regulation uh, of the um, of uh, financial services. Uh, uh, and uh, thus uh, Mulvaney uh, talking uh, in this op-ed about how he's going to 
maybe not be as heavy-handed while he's at least there as the acting director. What I was struck, and you and you mentioned that um, there's been a lot of criticism that the CFPB has been too aggressive in suing businesses, um, and whether this step back is appropriate in light of that. However, this doesn't seem to be just a step back. It seems to be just withdrawing from the field completely. And that, of course, is what supporters of the uh, CFPB are concerned about, including uh, Barney Frank, including uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Um, Barney Frank, uh, of course, helping to create the CFPB as one of the authors of the Dodd-Frank legislation back in uh, 2008, 2009. And uh, Senator Warren being the first acting head of it once it was set up, uh, coming down from Harvard University, appointed by President Obama to stand up the agency. And then remember that... uh she was not confirmed. The She wouldn't be confirmed. The Senate refused to confirm her. So then she decided to run for Senate herself and became the senator from Massachusetts. And, of course, Richard Cordray took over the position of director of the CFPB. But he resigned a few months ago because he intends to run for the governor of Ohio. So it seems to be a position that's in on the move. But now we have acting director Mick Mulvaney. He has not been confirmed. He is going to be just in that position until President Trump appoints someone else. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is the highest-ranking Trump administration official to be questioned by investigators for special counsel Robert Mueller. The attorney general has invoked executive privilege about his conversations with the president in appearances before congressional committees. Here is an exchange between Senator Dianne Feinstein and Sessions in October. Did the president ever mention to you his concern about lifting the cloud on the Russia investigation? Senator Feinstein, that calls for a communication that I've had with the president, and uh, I believe it remains confidential. My guest is William Banks, a professor at Syracuse University Law School. Bill, Sessions is entangled in Mueller's investigation in several ways. Does his questioning at this point tell us where the investigation is? Well, I think it does provide a fairly... Uh, strong signals, June, that the investigation is focusing now on potential obstruction of justice, uh, including by President Trump himself in respect to the firing of James Comey and also in his handling of uh, the dismissal of of, uh, Mr. Flynn. Can Sessions get away with invoking executive privilege before Mueller, as he did at congressional committees in public and private? It's not likely. I I think that in part because of public comments made by President Trump on the record in uh, in live media interviews and uh, otherwise, uh, Trump has already said certain things that uh, would support at least a serious inquiry into whether obstruction has been committed so that whether Sessions uh, tries to stonewall with uh, privilege claims or some other, I think that the that the facts are, are going to be discovered by the the Mueller team here in the not too distant future. Also, he is one witness after many many witnesses before him, and the New York Times reported that in December, the Mueller team in had uh, former FBI Director James Comey in for an interview. So, is Sessions more likely a witness or a target? 
He was involved well, in the firing of, of uh, Comey. He ordered Rod Rosenstein to rewrite the letter. He met with Russians during the campaign and lied about it under oath until he was, prov- you know, provoked to tell the truth. Yes. I, so you've identified an important question that we that we don't know the answer to yet, whether he becomes a cooperating witness or uh, a target. And that, you know, that remains to be seen. It remains for further discussions between uh, Sessions and the Mueller team and Sessions and, and counsel. I think it also depends in part on the outcome of the eventual interview that the Mueller team has with President Trump. Uh, as we've heard, uh, you know, those those interviews are getting closer. Uh, the, the lawyers for for Mueller and uh, and for the president are negotiating on terms, which parts of them might be done live, uh, face-to-face, and others handled in written uh, submissions. There's a precedent for that, as we know, with, with President Clinton. So uh, I think that's going to happen fairly soon. And, and based on the public record, again, they're, they're, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of material there to uh, support a potential obstruction charge. Sessions, in his time before Congress, when he's asked questions, particularly about something having to do with Russia, uh, his appearance, for example, at a, a committee a meeting where um, the uh, the the Papadopoulos, who has already turned state's evidence. Um, no. was he's he said I recall this but I don't recall that I recall my part but I don't recall the rest of it what happens in an FBI interrogation room when you say something like that well I'll try to go back and read pieces of testimony or or contemporaneous uh, statements made by others that should refresh sessions uh, recollection you know, Sessions is in a very uncomfortable position here, and he has been now for, for more than a year. He's trying to be loyal to the president. <clears throat> At the same time, he's trying to remain uh, independent of the president, uh, because that's his job as attorney general, is to uphold the rule of law and to protect the independence of best investigations conducted by the Justice Department. He's sort of bent in both directions here. Well, of course, that's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Recently, Sessions asked FBI Director Christopher Wray to change the senior ranks of the FBI, which prompted Wray to threaten to resign if pressured to do that, according to a person familiar with the matter. That seems wrong on several letter- levels. What's your take on that? Well, it it's you know the the movements have been uh, questionable certainly uh, they have a, a partisan bent to them but on the other hand it's it's certainly within the uh, legal bounds and and not all that unusual for the uh, senior ranks of the justice department to change over when the uh, when the administration changes so some of these officials have been in their positions for a good long time and they're they're not political uh, persons, there's uh, the highest level of professionals, such as Jim Baker, the former general counsel, who's now been reassigned. But I, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, think that too negatively of of Sessions or the Justice Department for trying to shift around the the senior positions inside the department. It's not so much um, thinking negatively about Sessions; it's about whether with, with Sessions directing the FBI leader about his senior staff 
that that's my question whether that's unusual yeah. well it, yes but again the the FBI um, Christopher Ray has stood up uh, to sessions here and and said that he wanted he would take all steps necessary to protect the independence of the bureau and and its investigation and I think so far at least Ray has uh, been steadfast here and the president has not moved either through sessions or on his own to try to intimidate or dismiss uh, Mr. Ray. Uh, just briefly, uh, both Papadopoulos and Flynn pleaded guilty to lying to, F- to the FBI during these sworn interviews. Knowing the way Sessions has lied to Congress and then backtracked when he's caught with the facts, is there a possibility that that could also be facing him? It could. You know, the, 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 the lie is there. It does constitute a false statement the way that the statute is written. But again, uh, I think the uh, Mueller team would be far more interested in, in negotiating an arrangement with Sessions to protect him from any kind of, uh, of a criminal charge in return for his cooperation with their investigation. And I expect we might see more of that in the weeks ahead. Just a yes or no here. But has an, has an attorney general been uh, turned before in this way? Yes. Yes. Think about uh, President Nixon and and, uh, Mr. Agnew. There you go. You've refreshed my recollection. (laughs) Thanks so much, Bill. That's William Banks, a professor at Syracuse University Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.